0: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your
1: podcasts. Hey, and welcome to The Short Stuff. I'm Josh Clark, and there's Charles W. Chuck Bryant, and there's Jerry. So let's get started. Everybody, be quiet and listen.
0: Get ready to feel like you're going to poop your pants. (laughs) Because we're going to talk about Olestra. Which would make you poop your pants. Yeah, so this one starts back in the 50s. Uh, We can't talk about Alester without mentioning the Seven Country Study, which uh, was very famous in the 50s for for fooling science and the world into the notion that fats are terrible, they will kill you, don't eat them. So all foods started saying, great, we're going to put out no-fat stuff and start pumping in high-fructose corn syrup into our things to create flavor. Right. And the world is the worse for it.
1: Right. Yeah, I think we need to do a, a straight up stuff you should know episode about the seven the seven countries study, okay? For
0: sure. So let's stop talking about it now.
1: Oh, okay. So the upshot of what you just said is that we live in we by I think the seventies or eighties we lived in like a fat free, obsessed Society, right? Yeah, and the the manufacturers of food said, "Hey, sure, we'll we'll give it to you. We'll do some of those amazing things that Chuck just mentioned, and um, we'll give you low fat food as much as you can take." And by the mid '90s, like the whole thing was at its peak, man. Like the you remember um, Healthy Choice? I think Healthy Choice is still around. Mm-hmm. So they came out with a line of foods, and in 1994. Healthy choice, just the healthy choice line of food um, made $1.3 billion in sales. Wow. Like, that's how much that people were like, oh, oh, here, take all my money. Just give me some fat free foods because fat's going to kill me and make me fat. And um, I hate fat. Don't you hate fat? Yes. Because so it's the word fat. And you don't want to be that word, right? Right. Plus, also, I think everybody was scared to death that we were all going to die of heart attacks if we ate, like, any fat whatsoever. So, the the solution was fat-free foods. And it was in full swing in the 90s. So, um, by this time, uh, I believe it was Procter & Gamble that came up with the Lestra, right?
0: Yeah, they came up with that. That's just their trade name for uh, polyester sucrose. Mm-hmm. And this was developed by them in the late 60s. Uh, But it took to the 1990s to really catch hold in full. And this is one of those where they, it's not like they didn't do product research. They did a lot of testing and research, and they learned that Olestra would make you poop your pants. (laughs) And they pressed on anyway uh, and went forward knowing this, which it was an interesting decision to say the least.
1: Yeah, like they were searching for a fat substitute for formula to, to um, feed premature uh, infants. Yeah, which is a sweet start. It is a sweet start. And hopefully they realized very quickly that no infant should ever have polyester sucrose pass <laughs> through its mouth. <laughs> it's probably hard to tell with babies. Yeah, that's true. Um, but it's not hard to tell with adults. And like you said, their their product testing showed there were some real problems with the Lestra when you ate it. Um, you would get abdominal cramping. Uh, you would get flatulent you would poop your pants like you said. There were a lot of things that came back that that were red flags and should have been to Procter & Gamble that that should have told them, like, don't put this into food products and then sell them to consumers because this is going to be bad. But Procter & Gamble had spent, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars developing this stuff by this time. It had been, in, been in, in development for like 30 years. And so they said, nope, we're going to do this. We're going to go get the FDA to approve it. And the FDA said, okay, we'll give you approval, but you have to put a warning on any food item like the container of any food item that you sell this stuff in.
0: Yeah, and that label, I remember seeing it. It literally said it could cause uh, abdominal cramping and loose stools. Mm -hmm. Uh, They were marketed um, for their line, for like Pringles and and Frito-Lay as wow, uh, all uppercase, exclamation point. Mm -hmm. And despite the fact that it said on the label, like, hey, this will give you diarrhea, people are like, well, I get that, but can I eat a whole bag of chips and not have any fat? <laughs> and the label said, "Sure. And I think that was I think that actually increased the diarrhea and the cramping was the fact that people probably overindulged even
1: right because they could, yeah. And so we should probably talk real quick about the science behind this, right? Yeah, let's do it. So um, polyester sucrose mimics fat in its taste, its mouthfeel. It does everything that fat does except. Get metabolized by the body, right? Yeah. So, like a, a, a like a triglyceride, a naturally occurring fat, is a is a molecule, fatty acid surrounded by three chains of hydrocarbons. And when you eat that thing, that molecule, um, your body metabolizes it by breaking the hydrocarbon chains off of it and using that fatty acid either for energy or to store later to use as energy as fat. Okay. Yeah. That's the naturally occurring stuff. So for polyester sucrose, it has a sucrose molecule, and it's surrounded by hydrocarbon chains too, but there's a lot of them. So much so that the, the parts of your body that normally metabolize fat can't break through all those hydrocarbon chains. And so that molecule of polyester sucrose goes through your body untouched it comes out the other end just like it went in, <laughs> so you get the mouth feel you get the taste sort you get, of you get yeah you get the experience of eating fatty foods with no fat and no weight gain whatsoever the problem is on the other side when it does come out it comes out with a lot of poop and a lot of cramping
0: and there's another problem uh, with this whole thing that we 'll talk about right after
1: this. <laughs> 300,000 plus travel experiences to choose from means you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy.
0: That's right. You can also enjoy real traveler reviews to get insider information from people who've already been on the experience that you're considering. Plus, you get free cancellation that helps you plan for the unexpected.
1: Yeah, and Viator offers 24-7 customer service, so you know you'll get support at any hour if things aren't going as planned. So, download the Viator app now and use code VIATOR10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find the perfect travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
0: All right, so nice job, by the way, with the science. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Because I was not ready. Anytime. <laughs> uh, so they discovered with Olestra that this is great. It just comes out the body like it goes in. These it, idiots will still eat it. It doesn't metabolize. Here's Here's the big issue with that is the body is used to metabolizing fats, mm-hmm. but now all of a sudden your body gets confused because it's used to doing things one way. And all of a sudden, your body's like, well, wait a minute. Maybe maybe I shouldn't metabolize any fats.
1: Mm -hmm. Fool me once.
0: Yeah, (laughs) kind of. Yeah. And so it messed with the body chemistry because it literally confused it. And these artificial fats, and I think this is true a lot of times with artificial ingredients, your body doesn't know how to react to that. Uh, And so all of a sudden, you're gaining weight even though you're eating fat- free foods because your body's not metabolizing any fat. So when you eat, you indulge on that cheesesteak, mm-hmm. it's not getting
1: metabolized no, because so like the the polyester sucrose, gets passed through. Your body doesn't absorb it. But your body will absorb naturally occurring fats, even if they're not metabolized. It gets stored for fat later. So, if your body's not metabolizing either of it, then all the fat that's going through is just being packed on. So, people who were eating this fat-free fat substitute were actually gaining weight from recent research shows. Amazing. Even worse than that, possibly, is that the Alestra was like a magnet for vitamins and nutrients, so when it passed through your digestive system untouched, it actually was taking vitamins and nutrients that were already present with it, so you could actually develop a (laughs) vitamin deficiency from eating too much Alestra.
0: However, despite all of this...
1: (laughs) I know, this is the kicker. In
0: 1998... Uh initial sales of these chips just these those wild chips was about four hundred million dollars in that year mm-hmm. uh that was the I believe the first year that Procter and Gamble debuted these chips uh Everyone is pooping their pants they're eating I think they found in studies that the wild doritos uh if you ate sixteen of those chips uh fifty percent of the uh, participants half the people that ate at least sixteen chips got mm-hmm. diarrhea right. Uh, so you would think they find this out, they make their money, and then they get out, and they're just like, all right, we're done with Lester, because I don't see a Lester anymore on any packaging.
1: Right. Yeah, it's gone the way of the dinosaur. Is that is that the case, my friend? <laughs> that is absolutely not the case.
0: No, it's just not called Lester anymore.
1: Yeah, back in 2002, the FDA said, you know what, we were pretty wasted when we made you uh, <laughs> put that, that warning label on uh. We've since uh, entered the program, and we want to make amends. So you don't have to put the uh, the warning label on any longer. You can just take that off.
0: Yeah, and now you don't see them as wow because that got a, a bad name by association. Uh, now you just see them as uh, light chips or fat-free uh, crackers and things like that.
1: Yeah, so they're still using polyester sucrose in certain products like Uh, Lay's light potato chips or Ruffles light or fat-free Ritz or fat-free wheat thins Um, but they just don't call it Olestra or Olean or anything like that it's still the same thing but I think that Procter and Gamble managed to get that label taken off because they successfully argued that the results were really no worse than if you ate a lot of like high fiber foods yeah they're like hey I mean look at prune juice yeah you got a special label on that everybody (laughs) loves prune juice but there's no label
0: nobody likes prune juice
1: no. What are prunes made from? Are they dates or, um, uh, I always get those confused. The, the the dehydrated, um, you know what I'm talking about. I know prunes. Right. So what is a prune? Is it a fig or uh, a uh, uh, is a date a dehydrated version of something? <laughs> I'm just enjoying this. All right. Uh, I think a prune is a plum. Okay, great, great. Well, then a date is a dehydrated fig, my friend.
0: And a Wait. raisin is a dehydrated grape. That's right. And that concludes this episode
1: of Short Stuff. Oh, okay. Well, uh, if you want to get in touch with us, send us an email to stuffpodcast at howstuffworks.com. dot com.